0: Live drive. Catch up. Drive on the Heritage Tour, driven by Suzuki. So I mentioned we get into Omelot, and On the side of the road, we see this massive big sign for Omar Roy's cook sisters and we think to ourselves like we've got to go in and we've got to meet this lady it looks very enticing very colourful um, yeah it basically says come here now please come and see what we're doing right? and so we love to you know explore the hidden gems because we didn't know this place was here and so we do that and uh, we met they were very accommodating to us they let us in to see their setup and their operation we met the people that are, uh, are running this place it's like all family run and things everyone's either a cousin or an auntie or a descendant of the Omar who started the business who still around um, we spoke to Rina Borte and Magda van de and two people that are working in the factory but basically there was this Omar Jeanette van de and who was born in Krugersdorp in the 1920s and as a young girl she had this red bow in her hair and so they always called her Roy and then when she got a little bit older she became Tani Roy and when she had grandkids she became Omar Roy exactly right and she used to go out to church fates and fundraisers and things like that and make cook sisters until the point that somebody said to her like hey you should probably think about taking this slightly more seriously there's
1: story there's a story there's a Omar there
0: so, what do you know about
1: her, that Omar? Um, uh, that is the grandmother of Khada, and when she was small, they used to put uh, red ribbons in the hair. Red ribbons in her hair, and then at the end, when I mean when she was growing up, and so she was in the actual fact, she was Omar Roy, but it's always the red, and that's her, that's why. Then her mother came, and she was baking Sisters. So and then her daughter baked Cook Sisters and then Carla baked Cook Sisters. Yeah. So the, but they were all like with a Taste whip is a little small shopping yeah. that every the locals. In a court, a Everybody bake the locals bake and they take it there and and that's then they sell it. So then she used to work for for um whip Yeah. And then She went on a competition, that one there. It was done in Oats, was it in Oatswood that it was done? And she had to bake cook sisters. So then she won. Yeah, she won the competition in 2014. Yeah. That put her in in the real path to success. So then she, she won the 100000 prize money. And we yeah, did. it was
0: a big poster on the walls. You won like 100000 round for making cook wow. at some point. So let's the, start
1: baking, guys. Come on. Yeah, let's go.
0: The Omar passed away in 2006, and since then the family has continued on the business. But it's, it's an incredible operation, right, from a proudly South African food into something that is employing, I think they said, 55 people, mostly women as well. So supporting female-led households in a part of the world and in a country where that's desperately needed. It's also a great story. We'll hear more about that on the show next. We found what used to be... You know how like Omars are just heroes and they bake things. They make stuff, right? All of them, yeah. Omars know how to cook delicious meals and they know how to bake delicious confectionaries. One Omar went and turned this into a huge scaled operation that is sending her cook sisters all over South Africa. We go into this basically pud style looking thing in the corner of a strip mall attached to a garage station in I only to find that up the road there's a factory a factory pumping out a serious amount of super sweet, super delicious cook sisters listen to here when you hear just how big the scale is I want you to listen to how much sugar they're using in a week
1: They'll Say hi to the people, they are from 5 FM, the radio station they are here to come and say hi to you South up and alive, it's 5 FM. (laughs) Okay, we'll start that side. Let's start the debate. We said it's 5 FM, say hi to the guys. This is where it all happens. This is our little storeroom. We use use about four tons of sugar sugar a week. (laughs) Three tons of sugar a week. This is our oil, like you can see. This is our storage. Now and we get about 10 boxes. After How many? a week, this is finished and we order some more. How many eggs do we get now, roughly a week? 10 boxes. What? The box is 10 boxes. 10 boxes of yeah. eggs but per still week. Like
0: four tons of sugar. That's yeah, to three tons.
1: Three 400, tons. yeah. Three tons. Three tons, so, yeah. yeah. yeah but still, <laughs> yeah. Still a lot. Okay, what they do is they take the people that's rolling, they take this, everything is already, we call it prep. A prep bucket. So all in here is already the. Uh, the, 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 flour. the flour, the salt, the baking cream of tartar, the baking powder, everything is already in here. Yeah. So all she do is, it's for traceability, so all they do is that bucket number 31, bucket number 31 goes this side, and they start mixing. I've got the supervisor, she mixes this, they mix it here yeah, with their hands. There's We've no got machine, no machines, because yeah. yeah. the cook sister does not like a machine
0: watching the people do this with their hands as well it was like something out of Willy Wonka's chocolate factory it was this huge series of rooms with people working and like in the one station for example um, they're doing the twisting thing so you've got the two pieces of dough firstly like a long strip of dough like out on the the table and then just chopping it but like Mm. like that straight from there into flattening the pieces breaking them into two and then twisting them in a matter of seconds these things are just going laid out onto the tray from there straight into the oil, fried, coming out beautifully fresh and crisp. And it was a hell of a thing to see. And it made all of us as a team eat way too many cook sisters directly after (laughs) which in and of themselves, I'm sorry, but they're South African milestones. And if the theme for your quiz, your tour is milestones, you kind of, you should be. So we're not done eating on the five drive heritage tour, but today's tour was very much about food and also people with inspirational stories. You hear from a woman who, You know, she lost her job in COVID like so many people did. She's starting a small business, she wants to scale it out. We found another woman whose family hit on hard times, she was doing a million things, trying to put a bit of bread on the table, starts to cook sister business, and it just takes off. Right? These are South Africa's stories from two vastly different cultures in two very different provinces, both essentially with the same ethos. And that ethos is hard work and diligence, it gets you somewhere, it builds something for you. Hope isn't coming, hope is only created, and it's created by people with stories like these. And the more we listen to them, the more we can make them for ourselves. Heritage tour driven by Suzuki. And I mentioned the fact we met inspirational people today on the show. We really and truly did, and in such radically different parts of the world. Like, if I say to you, Afrikaans, Omar's cook sister, and I say to you, Yama at a taxi rank in Newcastle, I bet a lot of people would have radically different ideas in their heads about what those two things mean. But connected is a story of a South African who wants a better life and wants to do it through working hard, right? Esther, this morning that we met in Newcastle, she told us her own story. This was it.
1: Oh, I'm looking for going forward. And my children to go to school, to finish uh, university, to do a better life. You know, if you don't support children, they end up going to the streets like... a uh, taking the drugs but if I had worker like me, a single parent if you support your kids, the kids they never go uh, to do the drug thing and do bad things they know they got a supportive parent. So
0: you want to basically get more investment to be able to turn this into a, a more legitimate business?
1: Yeah, I'm looking for more investment like if I get a big stock I'm crying for a stock and a big deep fryer for making extra food like quarters and chips if I get a big deep fryer and a big gas.
0: That's Esther and her story and her passion and her hope for her life. We travel from KZN down the road and we go and meet an Oma who started a business herself and went on to inspire a whole other generation of people.
1: It's amazing because you know what? She's got four children and I think at that stage her husband was driving a truck or something. And they were really, I mean, they were battling because it's four kids and they're all clever and they all want to go to university and stuff like that. And I tell you, she baked for, um, uh, for Thai school, And I mean, that's how she started getting her money together to send her, to send her children to, to varsity. So it's actually, it's like you say, it's actually amazing because she had, I don't think this? she had nothing.
0: These are amazing stories. These are great stories. These are the kind of stories that we go out and leave the studio and find in all different corners of our country and give to you so that you too can harness that sense of hope.
1: Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5Drive team by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.ZO.City.